Do you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! Oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring... With this ring... I thee wed... I thee wed... Hello, and welcome to With This Ring, episode 40. 40. Yeah, wow. celebrating the 40th anniversary show. And 40th anniversary of what? <laughs> <laughs> podcast? Yeah. The monthly podcast. Every, every month's an anniversary. Yeah. All right. It's pretty like good. You date somebody in high school. You saw <laughs> how many months you've been going. Exactly. <laughs> so right. today we will be wrapping up our, well, at least wrapping up the look at the GWWE. Oh, okay. Well, actually, we'll discuss that later at the end. Okay. There's two possible we can go in okay but we will be ending with the man who in 2017 ended at the top of my list not macho man randy savage not surprised and we will discuss where he ended up this time oh around. i'm intrigued yes because like we talked about there's no new work being right added, he so. isn't his his his, his workload is, is has stayed the same he right. didn't have many matches the last are you feeling different? are you feeling differently when you look at him six years ago we'll have to see if that <laughs> So, Randy Savage, I think, was he one of the guys that, I know, like, early in our relationship we started, I started making you watch him, but were you, like, aware of him? Uh, not really, just when really? he was a Slim Jim guy. Okay. I'm kind of, I thought he was always one of the... Well, your perspective is not very... Exactly. It's not very, <laughs> very... Normal compared to the Objective. Experience. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I never really much about wrestling before the Attitude Era. I knew Hulk Hogan from Mr. Nanny. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> yes, the great One movie that it is. One of the VHS tapes that we owned, that in Fern Gully. Um, yeah, and then, like I said, I, I knew him just because he was the Slim Jim guy. Okay. The crazy outfits. Yes, okay. So, he started wrestling in the 70s after a... Well, he was born in Downers Grove. Well, I don't know where... I think he was born in Ohio, but grew up mainly in Downers Grove because yeah. his dad was a wrestler, so they traveled around So why they picked Downers Grove? I think, like... Close to O'Hare? Probably, like... Eventually, they settled in, like, the Midwest. Gotcha. So, Downers Grove, Chicago, you know, right. the Chicago market. And his dad actually became an outlaw promoter. Okay. Where he wasn't a member of the NWA, which was, like... Like, we've seen that oh, map before. Oh, I was before. the NWO. Sorry. No, okay. no. Different. <laughs> Randy Savage was later joined the NWO. Right. But that's the... a different story altogether. But, so, it was, like idea like okay this guy has this area you don't run shows there this guy has this area you don't run shows there and his dad was like well, i'm gonna go to tennessee and run shows there oh. where there's already a promotion yeah and his his sons randy savage and lanny Paffo, who would later be the genius were lanny? like the lanny 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 okay yeah. oh yeah yeah we're eventually we're like the two biggest guys in the promotion but then eventually they ran out of money and he ended up joining the Memphis promotion, where he had a big feud. Well, first he teamed with Jerry Lawler, then a big feud with Jerry Lawler. His dad or? No, Randy, Randy Savage. Savage. Okay. And then soon enough, the WWF came calling because they were, you know, taking everyone. So the, they took him, and right away he became a huge star there. Like, was feuding with Hulk Hogan right away. Hmm. And then they had this thing where all the heel managers wanted to manage him. Oh. So they were all, like... What year did he... This was like the summer of 85. Okay. 
So, like, each week he'd have this squash match and, like, Bobby the Brain Heenan would be out there watching it. And then the next week, Mr. Fuji would be watching mm-hmm. it. And they all, then finally there was this match where he won. And all of the, the heel managers came out. They all wanted to become Randy oh. Savage's manager. But then he revealed his manager would be Elizabeth. Oh, okay. And she came out and was the first time, like, in a while at least, that there was, like, a heel woman. Because they had fir- the first. How can we watch that? It's not a great match. Okay. Well, the Elizabeth <laughs> reveal. Yeah. Could have watched that. Yeah, I guess that would have been. So they were already, like, romantically involved with this? Yeah, they or? had, like, met each other in, like, a year or two before. I think she was, like, the receptionist at the I'm gym. Saying that, yeah. And they got married pretty quickly. And then, like, he came to WWF and wanted, I think, wanted her to be part of the. I think he had some control issues. Yeah, the there was documentary some, that we watched. Yeah. It seemed like that was maybe a, a role. Yeah, there was some Do they have any kids? trust issues. No. Oh. Well, he loved kids. Hmm. And there's sometimes, we'll talk about when he, they tried to have kids, but oh, it didn't okay. work out. Hmm. So, anyways, though. I'm kind of fixing like a baby shower, like the wedding <laughs> Candlesticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the first match we watched, though, was him versus Tito Santana in the Boston Garden, 1986. Oh, I must have not taken notes on that. Oh. It's my first one is Randy is Ricky Steamboat. Oh. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Did we watch at the very end? I think we might have. Yeah. Well, I didn't take notes okay. on that either. Sorry. So, that's all right. No, it's against Tito Santana, though. And this was when the Intercontinental title was, like, definitely the number two title. Like, it was still a big stepping stone, though, to get it. So he wins the title. It's kind of a shenanigans-filled match, as a lot of the early Randy Savage stuff was. Where he's still, because in Memphis, the big style was like this cheating, cowardly mm-hmm. heel. So he's still kind of getting that out of his system before he kind of morphs into what he would be in the WWF, where he's not like always hiding behind right. women and There's stuff. There's still, still shenanigans. Yeah. And you also want to prove that you're able to win clean. I right. Think. Yeah. Right. And then this yeah. one, he, uh, Tito Santana has him on the apron and tries to bring him in and as he has Savage up he hits him with a pair of brass oh, knuckles yeah, or the right. piece of metal. That's right. It's just a little metal bar and then wins the title there. So he becomes Intercontinental Champ. And he's like the number he's the kind of the number one heel in the company because Hulk Hogan didn't really have a feud hmm. at that point. So they were kind of off like Hogan would have a match in one city and the same night, Randy Savage would be wrestling someone else, like Tito Santana or Ricky Steamboat, as like the B show. Gotcha. So then, our next match yeah, where I started to take <laughs> about that. was in 1986 on WWF Superstars. Yep. The, the main show of the, at the time. Oh, before Raw? Yeah. Before. How it was Superstars Weekly? Yeah, weekly, and it was syndicated. Oh. So it was. Here it was usually on Fox, but every different market had a different time, but usually Saturday morning. I'm sure you were well aware. Yeah. <laughs> so he's wrestling Ricky Steamboat, and Steamboat was like a top contender, and this was, like, usually on these shows they'd have one, like, match of a name guy against a name guy, but even, mm-hmm. like, this being, like, a big title match and actually being, like, a contender fighting for the title was different. They didn't usually have big matches. Yeah, so yeah, what I say about this one, yeah, fast paced. I think it's just the, the style that I prefer. I like how yeah. he, lot, 
Well, I have a faster clip than some of the other ones that we watch. Um, yeah, he runs into the raft, more shenanigans. Um, oh, this is the one that ended with with a uh, macho game DQ because yes. Rick Pistini gets gets taken away from the stretcher. Yeah. So first not he expecting. he gives him the double axe handle into the guardrail. That's right. And that's what yeah. hurts his throat. But then he throws he him in the ring yeah. and uses the bell across his throat, and that's, that's what right. makes him almost swallow his tongue. They say, Obviously. and they're not sure if he'll ever talk again. <laughs> they understand how <laughs> that works but okay so and then this would of course lead to the infamous wrestlemania 3 match yeah everyone loves that, that match. everyone loves everyone yes. loves that match i will say i was listening to like a npr podcast a couple years more like five or six years ago and the one like wrestling guy they got the most mentioned reference was the wrestlemania yeah. 3 it's, it's big time quintessential yeah. yeah very i mean i love it but yeah very, <laughs> very like rehearsed yes it was and we this is about that Still good. It's I like, I about like watching the, them, Matt. I like watching them wrestle. The DVD, Ricky Steamboat talks about how, like, Randy Savage would have, like, notebooks filled. And we just, like, randomly shit. Say, like, all right, let's move 270 that we're going to oh, do. Oh, man. And Ricky Steamboat would have to, like, know it. And That's they would intense. go down to Randy Savage's house in Florida Jeez. and rehearse it. Yeah, it's like choreography at that yes. point. Yes. So, but still still very good. Yeah. Like, right, really a top match. And then um, do you want to go over the promo that was... Do we? <laughs> yes, I think it has to be. So, there's... So this was part of a Coliseum video release. Okay. And Mean Gene Oakland goes to the Macho Man's palatial estate. Yes, I it think was they very, call it. very nice. But then there's like a couple there <laughs> to their honey... Like on their way to their honeymoon. Yes. After their wedding. But the woman really wants to see Randy Savage. She's getting that was part of her request. Yeah. Hot and bothered to stop by Randy Savage's house, <laughs> and then she kind of disappears. Yep. But you kind of know that she's gonna. Well, probably come back. So they're this is the one they're back. They're in the, the pool. pool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a very strange Jim Conte. Like, how do you describe like what was his what was he going for with his like strange voice and his strange cadence? Well, for one thing, the voice isn't strange. Well, it is, but it's not like, like a put on. His like you voice, like there's interviews and documentaries of like him talking normal and it's it's still super gravelly and stuff it's just not as you know put about like right, he talking right, in a normal right, right. cadence more it's so. kind of like the parents from bluey and how like the yeah. dad and the mom's putting on a little bit but not a, not a lot right so but like here he's just trying to go for like super diluted like i'm the top oh, wrestler okay. of all you know he's more seductive than sex he oh. says a couple of times. Yeah, yep. Macho Madness is more seductive than sex. Mm-hmm. And it's proven by this newlywed. Yeah, who like, is then in the cuts of her like swimming through his pool <laughs> yeah. with her clothes on still. Trying to get to Randy Savage. Yeah, why should you go through the pool? Oh. It's just strange. Most like, direct line. Who wrote those things? No one. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> there were script problems from the get-go. No one read a script. Yeah, so she just, yeah, who were just told her to Cocaine. jump in the pool? Yeah. Whatever, they need a better editor, better director than Cocaine. So, yeah, it, I mean, what was the reception at the time? People think these were weird? I mean, people didn't really, like, it was 1986, there weren't really, like, reviews of it. And no one That's couldn't true. write, you, you were know. You up your other, your other friends saying, hey, what do you think of that? Yeah, there wasn't, you know, you didn't go on and the, the internet. And, yeah, and the message boards and, you know, take a, take a clipboard, a post-it and put, put it on the corkboard at college. Right. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, didn't get given how old you were at the time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see this till like I was twenty, probably. Anyways. 
Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. You're right. It's kind of hard to get an in the moment right. reaction. I think, though, what happened was because he was so such a crazy personality, even as a heel, he started getting cheered. Uh, and he was catching on pretty popularly. Yeah. And then... And he's a good wrestler. Yes. So then the next so, match was the Steamboat again. Ricky Steamboat match. And it's a very rare Ricky Steamboat IC title defense oh. after WrestleMania three. So did... Are we ever going to do Ricky Steamboat matches? I think I've asked you this before. I don't think... I think we've kind of covered most In, of them. Indirectly? Yes. Yeah. He's, okay. His WWF run is actually very short. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's so, more on WWE, Yeah, his WCW yeah. run is better. Yeah. Anyways, but this was also fun to watch. Um, no commentary, right? This is right. Like, this it was is a house show. Yeah, it was a... I think it was a dark match, like... Because back then they'd have, like... For superstars, it would be, like, a four-hour taping... Well, they would take, like, a month's worth of shows. Oh, okay. But, like I said, there'd be, like, 30 squash matches. So, like, every once in a while, they'd throw two guys out there to wrestle. That would keep the fans entertained, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be on TV. Gotcha. And then it was always, at the end of the night, Hulk Hogan would wrestle. So okay. they'd keep the kids there till oh. 2 in the morning <laughs> to watch Hulk Hogan come out and yeah. win a three-minute match. But the show ends with Hulk Hogan posing, so that's what everyone that's wants. What everyone, exactly, that's what everyone came to see. It's worth the wait. So after this, short uh, in like October, so the Honky Tonk Man eventually beats Ricky Steamboat. Okay, yeah, because Ricky Steamboat wins that match, and right. the crowd goes like bananas. Yeah, because it was still like a big time match to have, even though it wasn't on TV. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the Honky Tonk Man wins the IC title. And he okay. immediately starts calling himself the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Randy Savage has a bit of an ego. Yeah, I, I don't know if he got that in his character. Doesn't like that, so immediately like becomes a face just because he's fighting with the honky tonk <laughs> man now. And eventually, they have a big match on Saturday night's main event, and the honky tonk man was with the Hart Foundation. They okay. were like his underlings. And he the Hart Foundation it. was his underlings. No, they were. They were all stable mates in okay. Jimmy Hart's group. Gotcha. So Honky Tonk Man goes to hit Randy Savage with his guitar, and Elizabeth runs in and asks not to do it, so Honky Tonk Man pushes her down, mm. which is like the first time anyone was even close to being physical with her. So then she goes to the back and brings out Hulk Hogan. Oh. So Hulk Hogan helps, and that forms the Mega Powers. Oh, okay. So they're like now the top two baby faces in the promotion and they don't really team up that much it's just they're kind of like watching each other's backs gotcha. unnecessary and at wrestlemania 4 well first there's the big andre the giant hulk hogan match we watched i think on our one of the first episodes yeah. with the twin referees oh yeah to screw hulk hogan out of the title yes and then they decide they have a world title tournament at wrestlemania 4 okay because the referee's decision is final you can the president cannot overturn that decision. <laughs> no, the president can't have, can't do that. They don't have veto power. Over that. No. So they have to have a tournament, and eventually it's Randy Savage versus Ted DiBiase in the finals, because Ted DiBiase picked Andre the Giant to take Hulk Hogan out of the tournament. Ah, oh, obviously. Lando a man always buying people off. Yep. So then the finals, Andre the Giant with Ted DiBiase, but then... Randy Savage whispers to Elizabeth something. So she runs to the back and brings out Hulk Hogan. Uh, and eventually he helps Randy Savage win the belt. But of course he's a glory hog and has to be in the ring while it celebrates winning the title. Aren't they both glory hogs? Yeah, but more so Hogan. Okay. 
So then, so Randy Savage is like the number one guy in the promotion now. Hulk Hogan goes off to film the great No Holds Barred movie. Uh, have we seen that? Uh, probably at least bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. It was literally written in a hotel room a weekend with Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon on cocaine. So, so I think you, you could, you could okay. fill, in the, All right. fill in the blanks there. I think I get, I, because I've seen it without seeing it. So there was like a six-month yeah. period where Randy Savage was the number one guy in the promotion. And this led to a bunch of matches with Ted DiBiase, including a match we watched at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, this was, yep, cage match. Um... With Virgil. Yep. Who kept interfering. Um, I guess the funniest part about this is there's like a, a fan that got yes. like halfway up the cage. Yeah, at the very <laughs> end. Because I've seen other versions of this match. Because like, they did it all around the horn. Okay. And most of the time it ends with just the two with the two of them at the top of the cage with Virgil. Yeah. Savage clumps their heads together and climbs out. But this time, all three of them are <laughs> at the top of the cage. And a 17-year-old fan in a Macho Man shirt... <laughs> Ascends the cage. He gets pretty. Yeah, he did. He, he got pretty far. He off. jumps up it, and like they start. To, the security starts to bring him down, and then like Virgil like kicks him in the face like twice, <laughs> and he probably got like dragged to the back and beaten up in the locker room because that's what happened when fans really? jumped. Oh yeah, Jeez. especially at WCW, there were times where some fan would attack Randy Savage, and that was not a good idea. Yeah, that's not gonna end well. But yeah, this was good. I yeah, I said more. I said more stomping and gra- grappling than a steamboat match. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be more, especially for it being a cage. I was match, just going to say gonna be... cage matches kind of lent itself more to that type of style. You're not going to be going off the top rope in the cage, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the funniest part here was the guy. Yeah, I like the head clog, but then I was kind of distracted by. That. <laughs> yeah, the fan is the fan. a bit off-putting. So, yeah, it's impressive. But and was it like legit security companies that they hired, or was it just like no? It's, you know, I mean, it was just probably like the same people that did. If it was at Mass Square Garden, I mean, like Knicks normal. and gotcha. Rangers game, you know, the normal security. Oh, they were off their crew. game that night. Yeah, they were. And I know Virgil was like a dig at Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, but like, did he have any other purpose or? I mean, he was. Teddy Biasi's black man servant. Yeah, that's so. what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing wrong with oh, that. God. So then, Buffett's not terrible. So Hulk Hogan comes back, and they team for a little bit, but Randy Savage keeps getting more and more paranoid about how Hulk Hogan's always hugging Elizabeth and yeah. giving her the eye. Is this life imitating art or well, art imitating kind life? Kind of a little bit. So eventually, well, they play it off that Hulk Hogan, that Randy Savage attacks Hulk Hogan and turns heel. I think it's the other way around, really. Really? It was really Hulk Hogan the heel in the whole situation. He was trying to steal his best friend's girl. Right. And they're married. It's not like they're just casually dating. Well, kayfabe, they were just... Oh, they're... Okay. They were never okay. really... They never really said what the relationship was. Gotcha. Still. At this point. So, then... Well, that's true. We, we watched our nuptials. Yes. Or their bridal shower. So, eventually, it leads to the big match at WrestleMania five with... Against Hulk Hogan. And this... It was at Trump Plaza. Oh, yeah. A year after WrestleMania 4 was at Trump Plaza. So it has the nice, like, story thing where, like, a year ago he won the title in this building with Hulk Hogan's help. Now he has to fight Hulk Hogan at the same arena. symmetry. Yeah. And Elizabeth comes out in the neutral corner. That's right. And eventually she gets tossed out by the referee because she just keeps distracting. Yeah, I guess she gets used as a pawn. Yeah. 
So it's pretty good. Lots of grappling, fast pace, hold, keeps cheating. Yep. Um, perfect flying elbow. Yeah, that's one of the best. Very good, yeah. And then, of course, hold points. Yeah, which I think this was, I mean, they didn't do it at this point in time, but they probably should have just had, because Randy Savage turned heel like six weeks earlier. So they okay. didn't really have, they probably could have, the better move, I think, would have been have Savage lose by Townout or DQ or some cheap way, and then you get everyone to buy SummerSlam oh. to watch Hulk Hogan finally win. But Hulk, had, Hulk must post. Yeah. I mean, true. he still could have posed. Yeah, and I just remember, like, yeah, Trump wasn't the first bro. Yeah. It's, like, motionless. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like that episode of Parks and Rec, like, the guy, <laughs> the just that stands. just, like, stares at the wall. It's a hot one out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. A little, little unnerving. That's all I'm going to say about that person. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the next one was also Hulk Hogan. Well, first, oh, before man. that, we saw a promo where Randy Savage introduces his new manager. Oh, yeah. Sherry. Yes. So what happened? What? What happened to Elizabeth? Well, she chose Hulk Hogan after WrestleMania 5. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, and Randy Savage decided to get someone who's just as crazy as him to be his new manager. Yeah, she's... Yeah, what's her deal? She is... I've asked this before, I know. Like, I just don't understand, like, if she's, like... Well, she was a female wrestler. Okay. Okay. And, like, she won the women's title in, like, 88, but then they kind of dropped the women's division, but they knew, like... She was such a good performer that they kept her. Gotcha. And because she had been a manager. Why'd she have that crazy eye makeup on all the time? Because that was her mm, her okay. look. So they knew they wanted to keep her for something, and then when it came around that they wanted to change something up with Randy Savage, they put her with him. It was a very good mix. They played off each other very well, I would say. Yeah. And so the first real big look at her though we get is the first rematch of WrestleMania five. Versus Hulk Hogan again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in it right away. Oh, yeah, she gets heavily involved. Yeah, she's all over that match. And then, yeah, Hulk Hogan, not, well, Macho Man eventually wins. It's alliteration. Right. By Countout. By Countout. Yeah, but he wrote that down. And t- titles do not change. Countout, oh, kind of. I know. A lot of shenanigans in this one. Yes. Yeah, Sherry's all over it. <laughs> oh, the next match is really good. Yeah. Sherry content. <laughs> so. After that, so he eventually wins, or loses the feud with Hulk Hogan. He loses of. the feud? Yeah, eventually. I mean, you're not going to win a feud against Hulk Hogan. True. And But then he feuded briefly with King Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, King. He had won the King. Oh, his royalty. Yeah. Although still a proud USA citizen. Which is kind <laughs> of... Who is the King of? The WWF. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's a sovereign. It's a sovereign, yeah. Sovereign entity. Yeah. And after that, he, so he beats Hacksaw Jim Duggan, becomes the Macho King, Randy Savage. Oh, okay. Including a nice ceremony where all the heels are in there, and Ted DiBiase gets one nice scepter. Why don't we watch that? I don't know. I think <laughs> we just kind of ran out of time. Yeah, it's been busy. Yeah. So then, as he, since he's now the Macho King, he looks mm-hmm. down on all the other people in the WWF. And the fans, yeah. and none more so than the common man, oh. Dusty Rhodes. So that's how the feud started. Gotcha. Kind of like high class, low class type Yes, thing. exactly. It's a great Dusty promo. Oh, yes. You ain't got no king queen no more. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so and the, the great Sapphire adds her yes. two cents. Yes, yeah, so it was a tag match with Sherry and Sapphire. <laughs> 
This is when Masha hits Dusty at the scepter. And like you said, Sapphire was just like a fan. She was like a fan. And I think like in Kansas City or somewhere, she eventually became like, she was like a super fan, like a fan to the level where she like put out her own fan magazine and stuff. Oh, for her. And then I think eventually like the company there hired her to like do stuff. Well, that's fun. And then eventually she got hired by the WWF and Dusty Rhodes says that she thought he thought they were going to bring in some like hot young thing for him and they brought in this 40 year old black lady. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, Dusty's stories have a way of true not having 100% accuracy if you fact check them. So who knows? They what it, yeah. They're very common. Yeah. They're, Salt it, to the earth yeah. Sapphire is the definition of a common woman. So yes. it works very nicely. I would say. It did. It did. But yeah, that was fun to watch. I like seeing Sapphire and Sherry do a couple moves. Yep. You're right. Sherry, you can tell her she has a wrestling back. Yeah, she's... Yeah, and Sapphire does not. Her big move is bumping Sherry with her ass. Right, yeah. Well, do what you gotta do, I guess. Yeah, it's one it way to... It's still good. Yeah. It's still funny. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's the second biggest match at that WrestleMania. That was a WrestleMania match? Yeah, it was the mid-match... Like... After that, they go to an intermission and stuff. So it was definitely the second biggest match on the card. Gotcha. I mean, the biggest match was Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. So mm. it's a little bigger than little Sapphire. Yeah. I like Sapphire. Yeah. A sweet Sapphire. So we're now into the long what? pants era of Randy Savage. Yeah. You're right. He went from Sesame Switch from the tights and shirtless to the fringe and the more modest. Yes. So supposedly man. this was... The reason he switched to the shirt was because he got off the steroids okay. to try and have a baby. Aww. So, but apparently that didn't work. And I think at that point their wedding, their marriage started to kind of oh, dissolve. Gosh. So, so being on steroids messes with your sperm. Yeah, right? that's like one of the big side effects of it, hmm. supposedly. Well, yeah, like shrinks, like hurt, like shrinks up your. Well, it shrinks up your testicles. It makes your penis bigger because your penis is a muscle. Oh, okay. But, it, yeah, it messes with your sperm count and your testosterone. Well, testosterone. But, yeah, with your hormones, essentially. Yeah. All right, well, that's, that's kind of sad. Yeah. There's a, there's a story that could be <laughs> flushed out. I'm going to write, like, some Elizabeth fanfic about her, <laughs> her conceptions, her fertility struggles with Macho Man. Yeah, so it was it's a sad story that they weren't able to have a baby. But then, so... So he's then he's off steroids, so he's kind of losing all the muscle mass and getting a gut. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he didn't really get a gut. You know what I mean. Yeah, he just didn't have an eight pack anymore, so he kind of wanted because didn't want to show that off. Then when he get, when he joins WCW, the shirt is off and the the muscles are back. Hmm. Yeah. The great drug testing there. Right. Well, I guess that's in there probably. Yeah. Very much together. You're right. That's true. So. Yeah. So then he starts a feud with the Ultimate Warrior. He challenges the warrior to a match where the warrior refuses, so then he costs the ultimate warrior the title against Sergeant Slaughter. Mm. And then, like, four days later, they have a match at Madison Square Garden in a cage match. Mm -hmm. And what did you think of this one? Uh, I said good promos, said good yes. pacing. Oh, this is kind of strange because David Hedrick had been having to run in and out of the ring. Yeah. Um, to keep him in there with them. I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird thing where, like, they decided pinfalls could count, but then why doesn't he just right. stay in the ring? Exactly. So yeah, Macho Man climbs out, and Sherry kind of gets up in there, and, and then, yeah, damn, Macho Man goes off the top of the freaking yeah. cage, and they still keep fighting after the bell. Yes. So yeah, this was a good one. And eventually Sherry gets 
uh, stripped of her clothes. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then even leaves the ring, comes back in wearing more clothes, and then gets Gorilla Press slammed. So <laughs> she is really putting in quite the effort for these matches. She is. But you know, this, but this, is, uh, this is another good one. Yeah. I like watching this one. So then, after the, this is the feud, though, that leads to the big WrestleMania 7 career match. Where oh, Randy okay. Savage loses if, even after dropping five elbows. That's right. And then Sherry attacks him after the match. And then Elizabeth comes out. And they reunite. And there's the kid with the, the <laughs> raincoat on that starts crying. That's a good match. Yes, it's, it's the greatest match of time, if you uh, ask me. Yeah, yeah. But then he's after that... That little kid's like <laughs> expression. It's so, pure joy. Oh, he's so pure happy. Happiness. Yeah. And all the women are crying. And yeah. It's quite a thing. That is, yeah, that is quite a thing. You're right. And then Randy Savage becomes a commentator. Okay. And during this time, like, he has, like, interview segments and stuff on the shows. He's still there all the time. And then eventually one night, one time on Superstars, he goes to the ring and says he's got a big announcement to make. He calls out Elizabeth and proposes to her. Oh. So they get married at SummerSlam 1991. Very romantic. Yes. And then afterwards, they were having the, the ceremony, the <laughs> reception. Well, they were just kind of... Probably at, like, the back room of the TV studios in Connecticut. Say, yeah. They have a nice band, though. The, mean Gene is the MC. Of course. I mean, that's the dream, right? Yes. Obviously. That Mean Gene MC or whatever. And then they're opening all the presents, and Elizabeth receives a very disturbing gift. Yeah. She, yeah, Liz is... <laughs> this is a great promo. Yes. By the way. And then... uh Take this thing, the Undertaker crash. Yes. And there's this. Wait, I so Elizabeth opens the box. That's right. And it's a cobra. Yeah. And freaks out. And Randy Savage is like all up because he was opening a blender and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. Very happy about it. The Undertaker comes in and just smacks him with the urn and he's out. That's right. Yeah. And then he, Jake the Snake has the cobra and it looks like he's going to attack Elizabeth with it. Mm -hmm. And luckily, thank God for Sid Justice. Oh, that's right, Sid Vicious. Yes. Sid Justice. We just happened to, he's the only wrestler apparently invited to the wedding. Well, whoever they like convinced to come to set that day yeah. or stick around after they were done filming. And then Randy Savage has some deep heartfelt interviews where <laughs> he can't do anything because he's suspended. Right. Elizabeth is too traumatized to even appear on camera. That's true. She that was, was she was off screen for me, Jean, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was also back poolside, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. Very, yeah, very distraught. But then eventually, they're like they had a thing where they wanted the fans to vote to call in to get Randy Savage reinstated. <laughs> of course, it was for a dollar ninety nine a minute to call. Uh, did you call? Yeah. Did you really? Of course. <laughs> to get Randy Savage reinstated. Yeah, well, it's a good money making. And then the damnedest thing right after that, we started getting all these WWF merchandise catalogs. Oh. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Direct marketing. <laughs> In 1991. That's how, that how, that's that's how it used to work. Like when your phone wasn't just eavesdropping on you. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll get wrestling pro and ads. to our, our smartphones. Yep. Don't just get... What were you getting ads for? Cleaning services? Yeah. Cleaning services. <laughs> yeah. And then... Your parents weren't pissed off when they saw the charges? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It was like a dollar. I wasn't on there for five minutes. True. Yeah. Usually when I did, I asked my parents' permission, oh, as they always told yeah. <laughs> you youngsters out there, make sure you get your parents' permission. That's cute. So then there's the horrible snake attack. Oh, yes. And this was right before this Survivor Series 91, oh. where Randy Savage is wearing a shirt that says, Reinstate Macho Man. He comes out <laughs> to the ring, 
and Jake the Snake gets the, the drop on him as he tries to enter the ring. Hits the DDT and then ties him up in the ropes. Mm-hmm. And gets the cobra out. And has, that was graphic. Yeah. And Jake the Snake tells the story about how beforehand in the back Randy Savage came up to him and was like, well, the people would, uh, I'm going to get rid of the Macho Man, so uh, i got to remove the snake as okay. you got to let the snake bite you. So in the back, Jake Roberts had to have the snake really? bite his own leg. Jeez. So that Randy Savage would believe that it was devenomized. Wow, that's like a the thing with the drink, the switcheroo with the drinks. <laughs> yeah. So the drink is making a snake bite yeah. you. <laughs> well, did Randy Savage know that Jake the Snake has built up an immunity to deadly venom and right. they couldn't kill him? <laughs> as he's still alive somehow. Yeah, that's, really? Jake the Snake's still alive. That's yeah. impressive, I guess. He was, he's been on AEW every once in a great while. Hmm. Well, yeah, this is like graphic. That snake is like going for Yeah, it. and it, there's like a few times you see Jake Snake had to like slap it on the head to get it off Randy Savage. Yeah. And then Randy Savage is asking, asking acting like he is poisoned, mm-hmm. and like swinging wildly. Yeah. And yeah. falling off the stretcher repeatedly. That's right. Yeah, he's really. And then they have one of the greatest camera shots ever of Jake the Snake in the in the corner just like laughing and the snake is like dancing in front of him and then it goes right to the little two-year-old with the spiked hair the spiked hair with his little overalls uh, overalls on (laughs) it's traumatizing it is yeah and then yeah elizabeth comes out yeah roddy piper tries to get in but anytime the snake is around him he runs backwards he's not yeah, he's not want to mess right. with that. Yeah, Roddy Piper wants no part of that. So. so this leads to Randy Savage is reinstated. Yes. And President Jack Tunney decrees that there will be no more reptiles allowed at ringside. Probably a good call. Yes, which in the book I was reading by the WWF writer, yeah. he says that he wanted so hard to do something where like Chris Jericho would, someone would beat him for the IC title but then have to forfeit it because he was, the guy who beat him was wearing... Uh, reptile boots oh. and he would say that in the WWF rule book in 1991 <laughs> it was established that no reptiles were allowed at ringside oh, I think they meant live reptiles yeah but still it, was, it would have been a nice hearkening back to it would have been a good like, like I'm sure Peter would be proud of that yes. they were banning titles over <laughs> snakeskin it was probably full of snakeskin to be honest right yeah. yeah so then so they have the big match at Tuesday in Texas this oh, Tuesday yeah. in Texas yes where the match itself isn't much. Just the Jake the Snake one? Yeah, versus yeah. Jake the Snake. So they both have the big promos yeah, before the match. This, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is where his ring gear is like. Crazy. He had, he had the, big, the, big, the big feather. The big feather. Yes. Buccaneer almost. Yes. Look. So yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, he hits his fine elbow. Yeah. I love this one. It's kind of. And then okay. as he goes for the usual death kill, he goes for the, the bell. That's right. But then the refs talk him out of it. But then Randy Savage attacks him with two DDTs. That's right. Yeah. And then I also like how throughout the match, Jake the Snake is going after the arm. Oh, yeah. And they even have like the little blood on the oh, arm. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, kind of the, the two dots of blood yeah. for the fangs. For the fangs. <laughs> where the scar is still fresh. And they let, didn't they have like a professional like handler? They just let Jake the Snake like yeah. roam around with the cobra? Yeah. yeah. And then he, he threatens to get the cobra, but... There's never he never actually gets the cobra out of the bag at this match, because Elizabeth comes out and begs Jake not to do it. That's right. And then he slaps Elizabeth, oh, which had yeah. never been done. That's right. Like anytime she had been 
physical before it was always like an accident like yeah, someone would, or got, well, you got pushed right? you got pushed down yeah but not slap yeah that's not cool yeah so this that was like a big thing and then they both have the crazy interviews afterwards oh yeah where jake the snake is basically like orgasming at the thought of elizabeth that's like right. begging for mercy and randy savage is on the ground in a ball crying yeah that's right so then they yeah. they have a few more matches. Complex emotions there. Yeah. So they have a few more matches, and eventually Randy Savage wins their final match. And it was kind of weird how they didn't... You would have thought they were going to try and build it up to WrestleMania, maybe, and have like a cage match or something vicious, but they kind of switch gears quickly with The Undertaker turns face and helps Randy Savage against Jake Roberts. Okay. And... Hulk Hogan turns down his title match against Ric Flair at WrestleMania 8 and wants to justice. Okay. So then they need a new number one contender, and it's declared that it's Randy Savage. And then all of a sudden, Ric Flair decides... Oh, he comes out. He drops the bombshell that Elizabeth was his before she was Nacho oh, Man's. Yeah. You know, it's be nice to have some women have some agency in these storylines. <laughs> Just saying. Well, then they show the great photos... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> of Ric Flair with the horse. That's right, yeah. That's my favorite because it's so obvious that it's not. Right. right. And then at the pool. Yeah. And the right. R and L yeah. monogram towels. Rick and Liz, yeah. But eventually it's all revealed that those were all photoshops. Oh. From, Rick, from Randy Savage and Elizabeth's personal photo library. I like to imagine that Mr. Perfect stole them and did the well, perfect photoshopping. Oh, <laughs> But eventually, so that's the match that's set up, and it's the semi-main event of WrestleMania 8. Oh, okay. Yeah, lots of promos, yeah, back and forth. This is a good build-up. Mr. Perfect obviously is there. Yes. Oh, and they also, they, they're pretending that they have a picture of Miss Elizabeth. Yes, they claim they had a right. centerfold that's right, quality centerfold. photo. Yes. And they were going to put it on the big screen after Ric Flair won. That's revenge porn. That's yeah. also not good. Oh, like thank I said, you, it doesn't matter. Still not good. <laughs> Still not good. Probably got a couple extra buys off of like fans that were horny teens in right. 1988. Now like had enough money to buy a pay per view. <laughs> like oh, I finally get to see Elizabeth. Nope, nope, not so much. No. Well, you shouldn't. You, you can't take the word of a heel. Right. You know it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean just in general, that's like <laughs> yeah. I know his false bets pretty gullible, but not the ceiling. For yeah. Those people. But yeah, this was a good match. Yeah, Macho Man wins, and again, once again, yeah. the crowd wins. And Ric Flair taps a gusher bleeding. That's right. Oh my god, he like cuts his whole head open. Yeah, there is. And with his like white blonde hair, it's yeah. always like very like disconcerting looking. So at the time, there was like a no blood policy in the WWF, mm -hmm. and earlier in the night, there's a Bret Hart Roddy Piper match, where Bret Hart cut himself, but he did it where it made it seem like it could have been a Roddy Piper punch. Ah. So when they got back, in the back, Vince McMahon was like all pissed off at Bret Hart, but Bret Hart was like, no, it just caught me the right, oh. you know, at the right spot. And he was like, oh, okay. But Ric Flair could not do that. He There's a visible gash line across yeah. his forehead. Yeah. So Vince McMahon was super pissed at Ric Flair after this match. And it's, that's kind of the reason why Bret Hart and Ric Flair, like, have always hated each other. Nice. <laughs> Even to this day, they're still, like, always feuding on Twitter and whatnot. Really? <laughs> yes. Get over it. Well, both of them, once again, are yeah. themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's gonna happen. And so Randy Savage hits the big elbow, gets the one-two, and Mister Perfect breaks up the count. 
That's right. Which is just great. To this day, I still get pissed when it happens. <laughs> but then eventually, Randy Savage wins by rolling up Ric Flair and blatantly cheating, holding the tights. That's right, yeah. And I like how when they're... Oh, yeah, they, the, yeah yes. So then Elizabeth yeah, comes yeah. out, and Elizabeth, Ric Flair's yelling at Elizabeth and kisses her. Then she slaps him, like, a bunch of times, and then Randy Savage just goes nuts. Yeah. Attacks yeah. him, and then Randy Savage gets to celebrate, though, with the title, and Elizabeth, and... Not a big orange man posing in the background of the photo, the the photo ops. Right. I'm not talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, so then, unfortunately, though, like right after this, they get divorced. Oh, really? So they had to kind of drop the storyline. Uh, why did they get divorced? Well, that's a whole thing. Supposedly, Hulk Hogan and well, Hulk Hogan was filming the great thespian art piece that is Mr. Nanny. Oh, I've seen it many times. <laughs> in it's Miami. And seven Linda Hogan was good friends with Elizabeth and told Elizabeth to come down to, like, the filming. Yeah. And Randy Savage, like, was out, you know, wrestling. Right. And freaked out when he, like, couldn't find Elizabeth. And supposedly, like, went to the movie set and, like, got in a fight with Hulk Hogan. Oh, trying to find her. And then that was, like, the last straw, I guess. It was... Mm. He had some control issues. Yeah, there was all, and I mean, this is all like the only people who've really talked about it are Hulk Hogan and Linda Hogan, who are not great, reliable sources. So, true. Who knows yeah. what it really? Are they still together? No, they got divorced. That's right. She wrote a big tell-all book. And... Oh, did you read it? No, it was. I <laughs> heard it was like horribly written. And, oh, like, okay. She accuses him and Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake of being like gay lovers and stuff, and it's kind of mm. like, mm. well, she could get sued if they like. Or slander or libel. Yeah, well, it's kind of. I mean, they can't really like prove that they, right, weren't gay. I guess technically. Yeah. Well, all right. So don't. don't Plus, he was he was busy, you know, suing Gawker and winning one hundred fifty million dollars in a lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of. I remember. Doesn't remember that. Because he was like, he he wasn't like, he was almost broke after the divorce. Really. Because he didn't have a prenup or anything. I don't think. But then. Yeah, he got this lawsuit and that set Maybe. him up. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's okay now. He can run through that money. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then things kind of take a turn. After yeah, that. so, so what, after this, now? so... This, this is what, yeah. He, he's a champ. Okay. And he's there for a while, but he kind of... his The summer of 92 is weird because originally they're kind of... They look like they're going for a rematch with Ric Flair... But then they change and have it be him versus the Ultimate Warrior for the title. Hmm. And this was in London. We watched it a while ago. I don't know if you remember. Ric Flair versus? No, Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior in London. The outdoor stadium. Not the WrestleMania 7, though, right? Right. Then, yeah, maybe, but Yeah. So, anyways, though, and they're like, they start to become a team, the Warrior and Savage. But then Ric Flair wins the title back. And then Savage kind of starts a feud with Razor Ramon because he interfered in the title match to help Ric Flair. And then at like the end of 92, 93, Randy Savage becomes the main... When Ross starts, he's the commentator there. And Vince McMahon kind of wanted to start leveling him off of wrestling and make him more of a commentator. Gotcha. And he, at the time, he was always big on getting like a Babe Ruth of wrestling that would like... You know, wrestle very occasionally, but not most. Like, like a John Cena type character? Sort of. Yeah, sort of what John Cena's 
morphed into now. Got it. Like wrestle once in a while. But and Randy Savage was very big into doing like Special Olympics oh. and like Make a Wish. So mm-hmm. he moved to Connecticut even and was doing all the stuff with WWF corporately. And then in ninety three when Ross started, they needed a big personal feud to start that show and get it set up. So on the second that's, episode that's of Raw they chose the person. On the second episode person. of Raw, the repo man attacks Randy Savage and steals his hat. That's the big feud they're setting up? Why? It wasn't a big feud. It was a two-week okay, thing. Okay. It wasn't like... All right, they needed some, like, just some filler Yeah, or just something to... It's like some Eric Bischoff quality. Well, it was like, right you now. know, just to build to the next show. You wanted to see Randy some Savage continuity. get his return. Okay, Get his okay. come up. It's, and it's funny because around this time they had a Coliseum video where it was Randy Savage showing his closet of, like, thousands of hats. <laughs> but apparently this one hat was very special well, to him. Well, it's one of the principles. Right. You can't have the repo man just taking your hat. Exactly. He's kind of a goof. Yeah, the repo man then shows up with his, in his tow truck. Yeah, Cause obviously. Repo men have tow trucks. I don't think so. Well, yeah, and also, he's not really a repo man. He just steals <laughs> stuff. He repossesses it. Yes. And steals The stuff. best was during his, like, debut promos, before he started wrestling. He just, like, steals a kid's bike because he claims the kid is behind on the payments. Aww, that's kind of sad. <laughs> Kids probably like, what the heck? Well, it was an actor, I think. I don't think it was a real kid. Yeah. And so they have a match on this third episode of Raw, which Randy Savage wins pretty easily. Yeah. And he would rec- replace the hat. hat. Yeah. yeah. And then the last it was real a big very thing was. match, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a great match. It was no. 11 minutes also, which was probably about five minutes, five minutes long. longer than it needed. Yeah. It could have been a lot quicker. Uh-huh. And it's. It is kind of the typical Randy Savage post-93 match where it's like he gets a, he just gets the crap kicked out of him. And then at the end, he hits a body slam and hits the elbow and wins. Yeah. And that was like a lot of his WCW matches also. But then he starts becoming friends with the big Hawaiian, Kona Crush. Oh, yeah. The whole Hawaiian. Yes. Quote, quote. And, and strange speech pattern. Yes. Yeah. So Yokozuna has a match against Crush, and Yokozuna hits him with four bonsai drops. Oh, no. And Randy Savage can't help because he's the commentator, and he had gotten involved in matches before, and they said if you get involved while a commentator, you're you're done. So he can't help him. But then when Crush comes back, they have the summit. Okay. Which they, they say is basically the same as Kennedy and Khrushchev. Oh, that's right. There's the different, like... <laughs> the different famous the, yeah, summits in wrestling summits. history. Yep. And this and is history. just up with them. Yeah. Uh, history. Yeah. So then it seems like Mr. Fuji they, comes out with Crush and Crush has his evil goatee. Right. But Randy Savage talks sense to him. They're walking out and then at the end Crush turns on him. Yep. And this starts a huge feud which actually culminates at WrestleMania 10. But just a few weeks before WrestleMania 10 there's the big match between Yokozuna and Randy Savage. That we just watched. Oh, okay. But that was before the Crush match that we watched? Yeah, it was, well, it was after Crush turned on them, but before okay. their match at WrestleMania. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what did you think about Yokozuna? I went on longer than I thought it would. Yeah. I think I always was the similar matches I assume are going to be short, but he said he, he had, Yokozuna had some good strength and stamina. Yeah. I think the, kind of the normal stuff. Yeah. They always did the same kind of lock up and then wanted to cross the ropes. and. Yeah, I mean, it was just, even at, 42 here. He's using his speed and quickness. Yeah. So I was going to ask how old he was. He was 42. Yeah, I think he was 40. 
two of 41. Yeah, no, he's still moved well for, for his age. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, it's like a salt bucket. Yeah, so Mr. Fuji always carried the ceremony of salt. Uh, to, eat, to ward off the evil spirits okay. from the ring. And he gives it to Yokozuna, but Randy Savage gets it and blasts him with it. And then hits the big elbow and is poised to win the title. But then Crush comes out. Yeah. And it's a DQ. Boo. And then he has a match at WrestleMania against Crush, which is, it's an odd match. It's Was it, Crush like a big deal? Uh, they were kind of trying to make him one. Did it work? No. Nah, they fetch. He's like, fetch. Yeah. Such just not going to happen. Stop trying to make Crush happen, Randy Savage. Well, so, Randy is probably the writers. Right. But, so they have a match where it's pinfalls count anywhere in the building except the ring. What's And after the. Did we watch that? No. I was going to say. And after the pinfall, you have 60 seconds to get back in the ring. Sounds like, like an elaborate, like, school children's game. Yeah. So game. eventually, Randy Savage wins in the back and tries to, like, tie up Crush. What's like from a scaffolding. Oh, jeez. But as soon as he walks away, Crush falls to the ground. <laughs> but Randy Savage makes it back to the ring and wins. And that's his last televised WWF match. Oh, wow. And he did have a few matches in Japan, which includes a match against Bret Hart, which featured the, the, meme. the meme that yeah. you saw in 2020. That's so weird. Yes. Who made that? Yeah, it's very weird that that is the picture that they... Yeah. shows yeah it must have been from some like random japanese website. wrestling website so, so 1993 what year did like bret hart and Shawn michaels start their ascent well bret hart became champ in 1992 okay so he was like a did big bret hart and ready sandwich ever wrestle uh they wrestled in 87 and then in japan and then in japan which That's kind of surprising and there was kind of i think they, they could have they could they should have wrestled at wrestlemania 9 probably and they've been like a towards the path them past the torch moment where it's yeah. like, all right, you beat Randy Savage and he shakes your hand at the end. And, right. But no, they they did not go so that way. It's kind of an unceremonious exit for him. Well, it's actually more ceremonious than most people got. Oh, really? He, I mean, he's, he continues commentating throughout the year and then, like, in October, they just didn't agree to a contract and they, like... Vince McMahon, what he says on that Raw that we watch, that's yeah. like the classiest send-off anyone got at the time. Fair enough. Like, Hulk Hogan loses to Yokozuna, and the next night on Raw, they're like, that Hulk Hogan, he just doesn't have what it takes anymore. He's oh. He went, was sent packing Interesting. into the really? retirement home at the hands of Yokozuna. Wow, okay. So, yeah, it's actually a classy send-off for Randy that's, Savage. That's true, kind of knowing Vince's standards. That's yeah. That counts as classy. And he goes to WCW, and this is where, like, there's two different stories, like, WWF side is that like Randy Savage wanted to be a commentator and was happy with it, and then like Randy Savage's brother mainly is the guy who talks now, you know, and he said like, oh no, Randy still wanted to be a wrestler, huh. and he does go to WCW and wrestle for another five years, so it seems like yeah, yeah, he wanted to wrestle, right? But then he is like persona non grata. He's one of the few guys that never came back, mm. and then I guess I could say the ridiculous rumor that became came out of that what is that in 94 a 17 year old stephanie mcmahon met up with randy savage oh and lost her virginity to him really that is the rumor but i think that's been pretty soundly debunked yeah but yeah and then in 2010 at uh the san diego toy convention or 2011, they were revealing all the new toys that were going to come out. Oh. And for the first time in 
almost 20 years, there was a Randy Savage figure being released, and it was introduced by none other than a gray-bearded Randy Savage. Oh, really? Yes, and this was the first time he had done anything with the WWF since then. So that was when he got into the Hall of Fame. No. So yeah, why did everyone, it take so long to get to the Hall of Fame? So everyone thought, like, oh, he's going into the Hall of Fame the next year. Right. But then he died. Yep. So that, and then the next year, everyone was like, well, no, he'll definitely be inducted. But supposedly, he had told his brother that he wasn't going in unless they inducted the whole family. Oh. Because, like, they inducted, like, the Von Erich family. Don't know who that is. Like, guys in Texas and stuff. So Randy Savage, like, was like, I'm not going in unless they induct oh. all of us. So then, but then, like, three years, in 2015, finally, his brother was like, no, I owe it to his fans to let him oh, let really? them in. Yeah. Oh, so he's going to be haunted by Randy Savage's ghost now. No, I think it's okay. <laughs> I think he's okay with it. Interesting. So that's why it took so long. Anyway. Yeah. And it's like everyone came back. Like the Ultimate Warrior came back and then dropped it the next day, but still oh, came yeah. back. Like he never came back, never had any like, like fear. Yeah, I mean, he... He was pretty done by the end of WCW. And, like, he had one match in TNA where, like, all he could do was punch and give, like, a really bad, dangerous elbow drop. Aww. So it's probably good that he didn't have, like, some crappy match in 2007, but... Oh, yeah. I'm going to split up Ace and Mr. Yeah, I mean, I think the 1980s is kind of... He was on borrowed time since then. Right, yeah. As Rick James will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> was that his... Was he cocaine? I think they were all cocaine and steroids yeah not a lot of healthy choices so now to go to the tape or the the scoreboard yeah (laughs) the leaderboard all right so we have nuance which is face heel longevity singles tag did we watch any tag matches besides Sherry and Sapphire? No, he didn't really do a lot of tag matches. He did have the he did have the brief run with Hulk Hogan though. That's true. So Andy, whatever he teamed, it was super like he teamed with the Ultimate Warrior a few times. So I would say that doesn't hurt him really. Like definitely face and heel. Yeah, I think nine. Yeah, I'm gonna go nine point five. Oh, I think yeah. We'll see. I have to total up the score. Let's see. And then. Next is, I think, jump up. Yeah, jump up fit. Jump up moments. So, like, just oh, big time yeah. moments. 9.5. Yeah. I'm going to. There's so many. Like the snake. And I guess we didn't watch WrestleMania 7, but that still counts. I'm going to give him the time. Because I, I, I think. I knew you were going to give him I the think, time. actually, I would put. I think his WrestleMania 3 match, which is like, you know, the, the most match. Terrible, yeah. I think it's his fourth best WrestleMania match. Okay. So, so what, do think, what do you think is ahead of that? I think... The Ultimate Warrior one. Ultimate Warrior one, the Ric Flair one, and I would even put the Hulk Hogan one. Hmm. I think the Ricky Steamboat match is better, but just like big time. Like if right. you factor everything into it, yeah, it's huge. Promos? Uh, Ten. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't even like watch like... Like we watched the bigger ones, but like there were so many like every... Like, in the 80s, what they did was, like, all right, you're wrestling in Boston. You're wrestling in... So, it'd be, like, in Boston. Like, cut the same promo, like, ten times. Oh, different cities. Like, the cream of the... Or the cup of coffee, the cream of the crap, where he's got the little creamer. Yeah. Yeah, I can't relate to those. Oh, work rate? rate? No, he's a great wrestler. Yep. 
And like I said, I really like that his style. I'm gonna say 9.5. Uh, yeah, I'll go nine there. Oh, just the end, the last year and the first year are kind of okay. dragged well, him down a tiny bit. No, I think I got it. Is it equal first? Yes. Okay. No, wait. Some. S U M. Alright. 38.5. Yeah, but that's going to be your highest. So Steve Austin, you have 38. Yeah. And I, let me he's tied. Oh, yeah, 30. No, that's the one. 36.5. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He did. But. So. Mathematically, he needs to be your number one. He is not. No, really. Uh, I went with Steve Austin. Really. Off the basically the thing I came down to was Hulk Hogan was the number one guy throughout most of Randy Savage's run. Steve Austin was the number one guy during his top gotcha. run. Like, Interesting. and it's the same. Like, the that's why The Rock can't go higher than he is because Steve Austin was a bigger star than him in wrestling. Gotcha. At the time. Gotcha. No, yeah, I'm looking at your Yeah, list. the final list. Wow. Steve Austin, Randy Hulk, Uno, yeah. The Rock, yeah. I remember you saying how you kind of missed The Rock in 2017. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, that's how it Wow. The reveal. Yeah. Many and it's not slowly, one. It's slowly rolling out on the Place to Be Nation oh, so far. okay. Right now, they're only at like 250. All right. It's going to be a while then yeah. before we get to the heavy hitters. Who's number? Who's the lowest person on your list? Uh, this is top one hundred, right? Yeah, top one hundred. I did. Well, Rikishi didn't make it. Oh, oh. Jim Neidhart Jim is a hundred. Haku. Who's Pete Dunn? He was an NXT UK guy. Oh, okay. Jimmy Uso made the list. Yeah. Matt, Riddle is that Matthew Riddle? Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Smash. X. I don't know why I'm looking for <laughs> a lot of these people. Xavier was his Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Yeah. Good out for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, some of them. Oh, Vader's down pretty far. Yeah, he didn't really have that much of a WWF. Oh, that's true. Run. That's yeah, it's true. just WWF. Oh, so. okay. That's why I'm surprised. So now there's two ways we can go. And I'll okay. let you choose this because either choose way, my, I'm choose prepared. Choose adventure? Yeah. Oh, you're always prepared. For so this. I've got, like, we could keep going with the wrestler, the wrestler road. Right. Where we just keep Pick going through guys. Yeah. yeah. Or it's 25 years since what I would consider. The best year in wrestling, 1998. Oh, okay. So I was thinking month by month, we could watch the pay-per-view of that month. Which... Okay, split it up? Yeah, like, we'd watch, like, one match one night, two matches the next. Because some of the matches aren't... Time-wise, it would be, like, the same amount of okay. matches that we watch for, like, you know. Yeah, I can't... Every play, match I isn't a 40-minute Roman Reigns match. Workload, so... Yeah. I mean, especially in 1998, like, only the main events are even close to 20 minutes. Let's do that sounds like fun. Let's okay. do that. Yep. So we'll start with, what, what would we start with? January? Yes, which pay-per-view is. What you... What's oh, the pay-per-view? What, what's the January pay-per-view? Royal Rumble. Yes, yes. So we'll start gotcha. with the Royal okay. Rumble. I'm going to have to train. I don't know. So we're just going to talk about the Royal Rumble? Well, the pay-per-view. The whole card. Oh, okay. So there's, okay. I mean, the Royal Rumble, there's only five matches. Right. But right, right. one of them is an hour long. long. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll, oh, yeah, it'll be different. It'll work. Yeah. yeah, it'll be different. Kind of break it up instead of so just So we're going to be ranking or just talking? We'll just talk and maybe we'll keep a running list of like the top 
five or ten matches. Like, each show will say, like, the best match, best match. the worst match, okay. MVP of the show. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't think of categories. A, a con concrete uh, criteria yeah. for that. Yeah, I think that'll be good. and We'll see what we end up with, and at the end you could decide whether... Well, it's kind of hard just watching the pay-per-views. Okay, well, think about it, how you yeah. want to structure it. I'm trying to think of, like, if there's a way to find, like monthly recap of what happened between the pay-per-views on <laughs> Raw. You'll give me some context. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All, All right. right. So, with that, this puts a bow on the GWWE list. Yep. Happy 40th anniversary. Yes. Happy 40th. <laughs> we start our next 40 next month. All right. We'll see y'all then. Here yep. we come. Royal Rumble. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>